Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Wagal Teaching. My name is Ben Cooper and today I'm going to be talking to you briefly about how to grow a growth mindset with your children. Welcome to my latest episode of Wagal Teaching, where we share simple, great teaching ideas. My name is Ben, it's been a few months since I last posted a vlog. Been busy becoming a dad and uh, get my hair cut, that type of thing. But today I'm just going to talk to you briefly about how to grow a growth mindset in your classroom. Growth mindset is one of those things that floats around a lot in education, it's one of those buzzwords, but sometimes people don't actually really know what it means. It sounds more complex than it actually is. A growth mindset is simply all about the common belief that your intelligence is not fixed, that you can grow it and develop it. Much like your muscles, the more you train, the stronger your muscles become. A growth mindset is the belief that your brain is a bit like a muscle and can grow and adapt over time and that your intelligence is not capped from birth. There is lots of evidence out there to support that a growth mindset is possible. One particular piece of research looks at taxi drivers in London. They discovered that part of the brain that is focused on location and navigation was physically larger in taxi drivers. And indeed, the longer the taxi driver had been working in London as a taxi driver, the bigger that part of the brain. So that was evidence to support that no matter what your starting point, you can indeed grow and develop your brain power as you practice. So today all I'm going to do is give you a few top tips of how you can develop a growth mindset within your children and develop their belief that they are capable of learning anything. So the first top tip is praise effort, not outcome. It's really easy for us as teachers to praise really great work, top writers, fantastic outcomes, great grades or results in their tests. But really what we're doing is developing children's fixed mindset in the fact that it's all about the outcome and the product. The children will not strive to work hard, they'll strive to produce something that's great. The problem with that is of course if a child does make a mistake or find something difficult, then they can't produce the work they believe they need to in order to receive praise. Therefore if we flip our praise on our head and make sure we're only praising effort and hard work, then our children's mindset will be focused on the process rather than the outcome. So no matter what ability you are as a child, you'll always strive to work hard and progress no matter what your outcome is. So in class, use phrases like, well done, you worked really hard, I can see you focused during that activity. Fantastic, well done for making those mistakes and learning from them. All those types of phrases and praise for those efforts are going to have a really positive outcome in the long term. Tip number two to go one step further than that is make mistakes yourself. As a teacher on the board, purposely make mistakes. That allows the children to see that you indeed as a practitioner will make mistakes as well, but more importantly, they see how you are happy to admit you've made a mistake and they see the process after you've made a mistake of how you make a correction. Do you go to a dictionary? Do you go and seek some support from somebody else? All those little things you do and model as a teacher will rub off on the children and give them a belief that making mistakes is okay. And in fact, it's in the mistakes that they make where learning happens. The children will not realize that if you get something right over time, then you're probably not challenging yourself as much as you should be. 
Number three, to develop a growth mindset, it's all about getting better. And the only way we get better is by learning from each other. So introduce activities like gallery walks, where you get children to stand up and move around the room and look at everybody else's work to take a magpie ideas. This is particularly great in writing, where people can take language and take different aspects of other people's writing in order to implement it into their own. It's developing the common belief that we're all learners and we all need to support each other to get better. On top of this, use students' works as examples on your board. So take a picture of a student's piece of writing or a mathematical method and put it on the board and make sure you choose children's work that isn't perfect, that has mistakes in it and allow to develop that ethos that it's okay to identify mistakes in other people's work as long as you do it in a supportive nature to allow each other to improve. So by sticking waggles and wabbles on the board of children's work, that's what good ones look like and potentially what bad ones look like, you're allowing children to improve and develop each other's work whilst developing the ethos that it's okay for things not to be perfect. Okay, tip number four is as a teacher, talk about the things that you find difficult. For me as a teacher, when I was in the classroom, I would always talk about finding spellings difficult. I would always make sure I've got a dictionary around and really make a big scene of when you've forgotten uh, how to spell something of getting the dictionary and showing children that everybody has their weaknesses and things that they find difficult. Talk about the things that you find challenging at home. Talk about the things that you find boring. Talk about the things that you struggled with at school yourself. That will allow children to understand that again, not everybody can be perfect at everything, but it's about the hard work and effort and the process that you went through after you discovered you found something difficult that will allow children to understand that they too can grow and develop their own skills, even if they haven't quite got there yet. And my final top tip, which is a bit more difficult to achieve, is allow children to select their own challenges in lesson. So normally a teacher will plan three, maybe four activities, differentiated, some easy activities, some really hard activities, rather than you giving the activity to each table and saying, this is for you, this is for you, this is for you. Get the children to select the activity that they want to tackle. And that's okay if they choose an activity that's too difficult for them. A really important skill is being able to challenge yourself enough so it's not too difficult but also not too easy. So give the children time to pick up an activity, have a look at it and decide if that is challenging enough for them. That takes the ownership away from you as a teacher and gives it to the children. The children will surprise you. Sometimes they will pick an activity you believe might have been too difficult for them, but they can show you that they can do it. And likewise, sometimes we give activities to children that we think they can do it, but it's too difficult, and so they have to drop down. We'll let them make the choice and also help them develop the skill of how to make sure they're challenging themselves appropriately. Only then will you have children who truly have a growth mindset. So that's my video all about growth mindset. I hope you find it useful. They're just some small top tips. If you have some top tips for how to develop growth mindsets in your classroom, then comment on the YouTube comment boxes below or on our social media pages. I'm Ben from Wagal Teaching. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel or our podcast, whatever it is you're using to access this episode. Once again, I hope you've enjoyed the video. Have a really great day.